Good morning and welcome to the Daily Huddle and uh, got some great information and, a, and an outstanding uh, guest to share with you guys today. We're excited to have Tunji on here and we'll introduce him shortly. Um, but before we get started, I wanted to tell everybody that my credit card company called to report some suspicious activity. I said, what kind of suspicious activity? They said somebody actually made a payment. <laughs> the Daily Huddle is a growing tribe of passionate people who want to uplift humankind through their work and throughout their communities. We invite you to elevate the way you experience life through rich and inspiring conversations with today's thought leaders. Be prepared to challenge your views about leadership, health, money, spirituality, communication, and relationships. Welcome to the Daily Huddle. Well, good morning, everyone. Thank you for joining us today. Um, I hope you all enjoyed his joke. It's super cheesy, as always. <laughs> Sometimes I have to take a pause and like, did you just say that? Like, is that really something you say? But anyway, um, welcome. I'm Kimberly. This is Zach. We're your host of, of Money Mondays on the Daily Huddle. And we're going to introduce our guest, Tanji. And- well, again, welcome. And we're excited to introduce Tunji to you guys this morning, and I will let Kimberly give you guys his bio real quickly. Yeah. So Tunji comes to us. Our question today is, are you ignoring free money? Um, No one wants to ignore free money, and everyone wants free money, right? So I can't wait to hear this conversation and and see where this goes. But before we do, I want to tell you a little bit about Tunji. Tunji, will you say your last name for me? It's Ajibeta, like Alpha Beta, but Ajibeta. Ajibeta. You help me so much because I'm like Tunji like Bungie, right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and Ajibeta like Alphabeta. Perfect. Thank you. And next time I need to pronounce something, I may be like, hey, Tunji, like give me some a reference. So there we go. <laughs> <laughs> so good. So good. Um, okay. So today, obviously, you guys know that Tunji is our guest um, and he's the president of Money Copilot LLC. Um, before founding Money Copilot, Tunji honed his professional skills coming up through the ranks of multiple startups and a Fortune 500 company. He's an accomplished executive and a leader with broad experience managing individual and lines of business budgets. As a budget master, serial business daddy, and chief savings finder extraordinaire, Tunji is also... Um, an intimate certified pro advisor and money coaching champion with a deep awareness of how it feels to look like you have it all together while under the surface, your finances tell a different story. How true is, is, is that? Um, with over 20 years of experience, passion, and empathy, Tunji is uniquely qualified to help his clients learn how to manage their finances in smart, forward-thinking ways. As a member of the exclusive 850 Perfect FICO Credit Score Club, he knows the secrets to improve it improving credit scores organically. Um, his clients love how supportive non-judge how his supportive non-judgmental style puts them at ease almost as much as they love spending and saving power they gain through his clear money optimizing strategy. So with all of that Tunji, how are you? I am fantastic. It's Labor Day and uh I get to take the rest of the day off after this. There you go. I know I know. Perfect, perfect holiday, right? Have yes, a quick indeed. little podcast and, and then a break. Um, well, tell us tell us about um, how we're ignoring free money. Nobody wants to ignore free money. So let's jump right in. I hear that. Okay. 
So most of the time, I think when you hear your parents talk about money and other people talk about money, there's always a situation of there's never enough money, right? How do you make ends meet? And if you're living paycheck to paycheck, how do you make that emergency fund come out? Um, on the other side, how do you stretch it a little further to be able to get the groceries that you need or to be able to afford that vacation trip that you need? All of those things that people really want to do to be able to have a fulfilled life. And at the end of the day, people are struggling because they don't have the knowledge of where this other free money is. And a lot of times it may be right in their face, but they're not paying attention to it, either because they're not paying attention to advertisements that are targeting them or they're not paying attention to releases by different organizations that are saying, hey, we've got grant money available to you, or we've got this other type of program that's available to certain people with income and in, in locations that will get them to um, basically uh, do more with the money that they have. I, I call it being able to parlay the money that you have into something more. Now, the first thing that I tend to do when I'm talking to people about getting the free money is say, all right. <clears throat> I have a confession to make. You know what that confession is? Alice. I have been taking advantage of the banks for years. I mean, they do it to us, right? Yeah, absolutely they do. <laughs> Turnabout is fair play. It absolutely is. All so, is fair in love and war, right? This is correct. And finances now, especially when it comes to the free money. Now, think about this. A bank needs customers. The only reason that they need customers is because they need deposits. They need our money to be put into their, into their uh, accounts so that they can then loan it out to other people and make some money off of that cash. All right. So in olden days, maybe, I don't know, the 50s or 60s, to lure you into the bank to open an account, what would they offer? Toasters. That, <laughs> that, that magazine subscription that you're looking for or something else that kind of catches your eye in order to get you to come in, open an account. Shoot, on college campuses, it used to be that you would go on campus and they'd be like, here's a free t-shirt, just open I, an account with us. <laughs> I have them. I had the most amazing Georgia Bulldog t-shirt from my very Ooh. first MBNA MasterCard. We'll have this conversation later, but yeah. you're right. Very nice. It was beautiful. <laughs> Now, interestingly enough, a lot of that stuff, particularly the, the college stuff, has kind of been outlawed with newer rules, right? So the banks still have to get customers in, and they still have a marketing budget to be able to do that. Now, a number of banks have said, all right, I can't do the toaster thing anymore. It's too old-fashioned. Can't do the T-shirt thing at the colleges anymore. Why don't I just pay you to come and open an account? I'll give you $100. Okay, that's not enough. $200. $300, $350, $400, 500 Okay, what is it that you want? <laughs> Let me know and I'll give it to you, right? <laughs> so the reality is you've got these banks that are offering different bonuses for opening a checking account with them and being able to have direct deposit come in, let's say of a certain small amount, $250, um, being the minimum, maybe $1,000 in some cases. And it really does depend on the bank that the, the amount that you'll actually get as a result of opening the account with them. Now, here's the kicker. You 
as a customer, have certain behavioral things that tend to try and make you loyal to one particular bank. That they're not loyal to you. That's really not something that you need to keep doing anymore. The reality is you can make more free money by switching around to different banks and basically renting yourself as a new customer for a year, right, to that bank and then getting each uh, bonus that goes along with that. And I'm a perfect example of that. Now, granted, I don't necessarily need the money now, right? But personally, as far as checking accounts go and savings accounts go, I've done so far this year about $2,400 worth of bank bonuses between multiple banks. And I've still got a good $1,000 left for the year. And then there's a second section with, with regard to credit card bonuses that I'll also do that'll be about the same amount. So by the end of the year, I will have made about $6,000 from the banks. That's and even if you don't need the money now, free money is always great, right? Free money is always great. <laughs> and for me, that's vacation money. I like to cruise. Royal Caribbean, I'm looking at you. Um, <laughs> I, I use that money to be able to plan for future travel. I, I use that money to be able to pay for anything that's associated with, you know, the things that I really like in life that I don't want to use my primary money for, or just to stretch certain things as well. So that's one aspect of the free money that a lot of people don't pay attention to. Now, people tend to ask, if you're going to open up multiple accounts, doesn't that get to be unwieldy? Right. Because many people don't want to open more than one account. They're just like, I have my primary account and that's it. The trick is you don't have to close your primary account. That can continue to be your primary account. Right. You could have multiple accounts and have the account open for a short period of time. When I say short, most banks, they'll say, all right, stay with us at least six months so that we don't have reason to come and get the money back. I tend to tell my customers, stay about a year and keep track of them, right? So that you know when you can close it. And the added benefit of that is that if you close the account within that year or after that year, and let's say you give it another year or so, you can go back to that same bank, get another bonus when they do another, another promotion, right? So it's the gift that keeps on giving <laughs> from that perspective. Now, when I look at that, I think to myself, most people, since they only want to maintain one account, means that we really kind of have to keep the number of accounts low at any given point in time. And one of the services that I offer is a program called Sidekick. I know a lot of people don't have the discipline to manage that kind of thing on, them, on their own. So built into that Sidekick program is a situation where we will not only help you, you know, create a budget, look at your credit and improve the credit, but also help you track this kind of thing. There's a whole group out there on the internet that does nothing but keeping track of bank bonuses. The key is doing the ones that don't require a whole lot of extra stuff from you. So there are some bonuses that will say, you not only have to do direct deposit, but you also got to make 15 debit card transactions, 20 debit card transactions. Oh, you also have to maintain a $5,000 um, balance, you know, every month in order to avoid any fees, et cetera, et cetera. What we do at Money Copilot is focus on looking for the lowest hanging fruit, the ones where it's only a requirement to do direct deposit of a low amount, or it is a small combination of direct deposit and doing some number of transactions. But we do not tend to go with the ones that require some sort of minimum balance. 
um, every every month and the ones that that tend to charge fees. Because if you're being charged fees, that's slowly eating away at whatever bonus right. that you get, right? <laughs> so when I look at this for certain customers, I, I deal with people who are oftentimes living paycheck to paycheck. And they're telling me, I have no way of saving $1,000 for an emergency fund by myself. My income's just not enough. Well, here goes the force multiplier. Parlay your money. If you're willing to, again, rent yourself out as a customer to a, to a bank and say, bank number one, you've got a $350 bonus. Let me get you. Bank number two, you've got a $350 bonus. Let me get you. Bank number three, you've got a $300 bonus. Okay, not as much, but let's get you. That's $1,000 through three bank accounts right there. Now, you want to do it in a staggered way so that it's done throughout the year, right? You're not going to do all of them all at the same time because your direct deposit can only go to so many accounts. Now, some people are lucky to where they can split the direct deposit to multiple accounts. And in those cases, of course, they kind of they kind of get a, a bit of a cheat, cheat code. <laughs> I have a question for you. Um, yes. So direct deposit typically, at least in my mind, comes from employees, right? Being an employee and having a, a paycheck coming in and being able to direct your deposit from your employer. What yep. if you're an entrepreneur? Um, are there really? hacks what? for that, too? Well, yes. Let me tell you this. We work with both individuals as well as business owners. You know, business owners can have issues with budgeting and managing cash flow and things like that as well. So we do what we can to be able to help them. And with a business owner who is doing the right thing, we actually have a subsidiary called Mior Services who works with them to be able to manage their cash flow and help to establish them as an S-corp type of uh, business entity. Many business owners are just sole proprietorships. Okay. And as a sole proprietorship, you're not really allowed to pay yourself salary. You do owner draws, which are basically, you know, the money that's going to the business and you as an individual, you're, you're one and the same. There's no separation, right? So you can just take the money out of the business, business whenever you want as a sole proprietorship. But when you are an escort business, you can pay yourself a salary. And therefore, that opens up direct deposit. And you control how much you pay yourself depending on how much you make. And the, on top, the thing on top of that is when you're an individual business owner, you are responsible for paying both sides of the payroll tax. Usually you're paying Social Security and Medicare. When you're an employee for somebody, you pay half Social Security and Medicare and the employee pays half Social Security and Medicare. But when you're the employer and the employee, you're paying both sides. So another benefit of paying yourself as an employee of your own business when using S-Corp is that if you choose the right reasonable amount of income or salary, because of course the IRS cares about that because still, they still want their portion of the money. Um, mm -hmm. If you choose the right amount, you can actually save on payroll taxes too. So you get kind of a double whammy there. One, you're being able to do the, the direct deposit and get the free money from the banks. And then two, you're able to give Uncle Sam a little bit less money because you control how much is actually subject to that payroll tax. It's a beautiful thing. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> now, when it comes to credit, because I mentioned that briefly, checking accounts at banks are not the only way to be able to get money. Credit cards. Again, I've been manipulating the banks just to get <laughs> a little bit of extra, right? So I mentioned I, I, I've got about 2,400 already and another thousand coming from the checking accounts. But for credit card accounts, I've got close to 3,000 going from those as well. And the benefit there is that 
credit card money, when it comes to those bonuses, that is completely tax-free. So if you're able to get your credit to the point where it's good, which is why it's important for me to maintain that high credit score, right? Um, then you're able to take advantage of the credit opportunities that are available to you, where there may be, again, 200, 300, 400, maybe $500 bonuses, depending on your spend, right? Depending on how much you're willing to spend on that credit card. Now, when you look at it, it's hard to be able to determine whether or not you qualify for a particular promotion and spend if you don't know how much you're spending every month. <laughs> so ding, 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 got to have a budget. It doesn't work if you don't have a budget to at least tell this is how much that is going out of my account every month. Because if you do have that budget, have that idea from the transactions that actually take place within your accounts, you can then use it to be able to tell, all right, that bank is offering this promotion for opening up a credit card. It converts to $500 cash and it requires me to spend $4,500 through paying my insurance for the year or paying whatever else for the year. I can do that within 90 days, 150 days, whatever the requirement may be. That's offer number one. Offer number two, this bank says they'll pay me $200 if I've, after I spend $500 with them or $1,000 with them. Okay, think about that. If you're getting $200 for spending $500, that's like 40% on your money, right? If you're if you're getting 200 for spending $1000, that's 20% on your money. Where are you going to get those kinds of returns elsewhere, right? So if you look at that as a way to compare against what you're spending and what you get back as a discount, money not spent is money saved. Right? So we take that approach and say, all right, if you're able to save on $1000, keep $200 for yourself because you get that back from the credit card company, then you can put that money that you saved to other things like establishing the emergency fund or vacation or putting money to the side for houses, et cetera, et cetera. All that comes into play. Now, we've talked about checking account bonuses, credit card bonuses. I want to go on to home buying, but I want to ask if there are any questions for now before we make that shift. Um, do you want to ask questions now or make that shift? Let's make that shift really quick. Okay. Um, and then we'll open it up to everyone for questions. So yes. maybe right. take another two or three minutes and then we'll open the last five minutes up for questions and we'll just get them all. I'm good with that. Okay. <laughs> all right. So home buying. Home ownership. I think anyone will acknowledge is one of the best ways to be able to build wealth. Just because the value of a home grows, equity in that home is something that turn, that can turn into cash that you can take out of the home to do other things through refinances or home equity lines, et cetera, et cetera. But one of the biggest issues that people have with getting a home in the first place is getting that down payment. You got to have, if you're trying to avoid private mortgage insurance, 20% down. Now, we are fortunate that in the U.S., they have some programs that will kind of subsidize that and allow you to bring much less down as, as a down payment for buying a house. FHA programs, VA programs, a lot of these programs will allow you to bring as little as 3% down, right? But let's look at a $200,000 house. 1% of $200,000, that's $2,000, right? 3% of $200,000, that's $6,000, right? 
for someone who can't bring together $1,000 for an emergency fund, that's a struggle. It may take them forever just to be able to have a down payment for a $200,000 house. And in this market, $200,000 doesn't get you that much. <laughs> so it's hard. <laughs> yeah. the, the the interest rates are high, like six and seven percent right now. So that is causing an issue for people being able to afford what they want to do. Now, keep in mind, I started with the checking account uh, bonuses, right? And when we're talking about checking account bonuses, you can make a thousand dollars just off of that. Now, that money is going to be taxed because they'll send you a 1099 on that money as if you earned it and worked for it. Right. But Nonetheless, there's a way to parlay it and make your tax burden less if you are planning to get a house. Here's where we enter into the situation with down payment assistance programs. There are many different flavors of down payment assistance programs out there to help people buy homes. Some of them will give you as little as $3,000 to be able to help you with that down payment. Some of them will give you as much as $60,000. Some of them you have to pay back. Others, it's free. It's a grant that you do not have to pay back at all. Now, there are going to be income requirements with that. There are going to be, in some cases, location requirements with that because there's certain cities that want to revitalize certain areas. And as a result of that, they're like, okay, we're willing to put money that we're getting from the state, from the county, from the federal government, et cetera, into these areas in the form of people who are willing to be owner-occupiers of homes in those areas. And some of these programs also qualify for brand new homes. It could be existing or new. Um, so if you, if you look at it that way and find out the details of the programs, one of the things that you will find out is that while there are income and location restrictions, the minimum that they're going to require you as the home buyer to bring to the table, the minimum now, that doesn't mean that's all of it, but the minimum is what? $1,000. $1,000. So in a situation where, let's say there's a program that will give you a $10,000 grant, if you can come up with $1,000 of your own money to contribute to the pot, that's what? A thousand percent return? I mean, whoa, <laughs> that's money that you can put into the house. And in certain cases, right, depending on the program that you choose, they will put the money as a second lien. This is 0% second lien. You don't make any payments on it or second mortgage, I should say. You don't make any payments on it. Um, if you decide to sell the house before a certain amount of time, you end up having to pay it back in the form of, you know, whatever the sale is. But typically by then, you've made enough equity in the house in terms of just the raising of the price of the house that you can pay it back with no problem. But then again, there are the grants, which again, don't require any. And then there are others, which I call, uh, they're called officially like deferred payment type of uh, programs, but I call them disappearing loans because they're there for the purpose of keeping somebody in the house for a minimum amount of time. It could be five years. In some cases, it may be a full 30 year mortgage term, right? They want somebody to be an owner occupier for that full time, but you'll have a second mortgage. Again, you're not pay making any payments on it, but let's say they say, uh, let's say it's a $5,000 uh, down payment assistance and they want you to stay in the house for five years. Year one, they say, okay, we're forgiving a thousand dollars. Year two, we're forgiving another thousand dollars. Year three, we're figuring another thousand. So that free money, again, becomes yours. And the equity that you've built is yours. Last but not least, there are also new businesses out there. 
And those guys will basically allow you to sell some of your equity to them and they'll give you money so that you, in, in exchange for some of the future equity that you'll get. I know we're running low on time, so go ahead. Well, I was just going to say, I love all of these tips and tricks and, and understanding money gives you power, right? To, to leverage everything around you. And, and when you understand leverage and understand using other people's money, whether it's your money to, to make more or um, the bank's money to, to get it in your account to then go buy a house with a, with a home buyer program, I think all of those tips are amazing. Um, I want to open it up because I know we only have a couple of minutes left, but let's open it up to questions or or comments. Um, maybe we have time for, for two or three of you guys. So any questions that you guys have for Tanji um, or or any comments or conversations that you want to have. Can't see hands. I see someone um, speaking, but it's. Yeah, I'm going to um, change it back to gallery view. I think I can. There we are. Okay. Um, so if you have, I, I couldn't see all of you guys on the screen. So um, did someone have a question or want to start a conversation? I have, I have one. So Tanji, on the credit card piece, um, you, you've got to be cautious, I guess, with new credit as far as maintaining a credit score. Even if your credit score is good, you don't want to go and attack a bunch of these credit card uh, bonus plans at the same time. Am I right from that perspective? Um, so that actually depends. Okay. If you're not in a good position already, then no, you don't want to do that. You're going to have to be slow and spread things out. But if you're in a good position already, one of the things that goes into your credit score is how much overall credit that you have. And if you are able to pay attention to what opportunities that you have, sometimes I personally have applied for two credit cards at once to be able to get the bonus from both. And I take a temporary hit on my credit score and then it goes back up because I've increased my overall available credit by more than I would have if I just ordered, you know, applied for one. If you're in a good position, you can do that. If you're not there yet, then you have to take a slower approach. Okay. Awesome. Um, okay. I, I, we did see. Um, thought so we saw it looks someone. like someone's asking for contact information. Yeah. Can you throw that out there in that chat? Absolutely. Let me just put it out here. The website is moneycopilot.com. And uh, my email address directly is tanji at moneycopilot.com. I'm not afraid to respond to emails. <laughs> yeah, and it's also on our, our Facebook page as well. Um, is it is it Stephen? Stephen? Sagoon, yes. Uh, yes. Hey, little bro. <laughs> Good morning. Coincidentally, <laughs> I say not so little bro. <laughs> yeah, coincidentally, I happen to be his, his little brother. So I don't have any questions, but I do want to comment and confirm um you know this is my older brother he has been doing these things for years and he has been trying to get me to do them for years i am a slower <laughs> process person but i have seen this work uh time and time again so you know just a, another uh different way to strategize in reference to um, using the, 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 the available resources that we have for us as consumers to our benefit. Um, you know, what you have shared, 
uh, big bro. Well, let me, Mr. Tenji Ajabeta has been <laughs> uh, obviously very good information. I hope that the the people that are listening um, take heed to that and share. When he says, uh, you know, he likes to cruise, he has cruises planned two, three years in advance. Right. So he's he, he, he's very strategic, uh, very uh, uses his foresight um, and his intuition. And I think it's definitely been a, a benefit and a blessing for him and will continue to do so for the business. So I definitely wanted to big up my bro on what he's uh, has done before even starting this business. And I think that, you know, his personal life experiences is a catalyst to this. I've seen, definitely seen him um, be the, the struggler, right? He's, uh, I've definitely seen him be the struggler and turn it around um, in ways that, you know, for other people is, it's, you know, Hey, how did he do this? What like, this doesn't make sense. And he's made sense out of everything that has not made sense. I think that's the, the best literally. success stories. Yeah, sure. Yes. Thank Absolutely. You. I'll well, have thank- to keep you, man. <laughs> <laughs> Stuck with him. Well, well, Tanji, thank you again very much for being here. Um, and thank you, everyone else, for your time. Hope it was valuable. Um, make sure that you get his information out of the chat. Uh, Tanji at moneycopilot.com for an email. Make sure you can uh, you can reach out. He'll respond, answer those questions. Guys, see you same time, same place tomorrow morning on The Daily Huddle. Thanks for joining us. Thank you so right. much, Tanji. Of course. At The Daily Huddle, we agree that the best way to kick off the day is to adhere to Patty Dabrowski's seven principles for having a happy body, sexy skin, a laughing spirit, and a rewarding life. Give. Give of your time, your full attention, and of your unique talents. Move. Move your body to keep it feeling energized and alive. Eat mostly plants. Plants are the purest fuel to help you reach your potential each day. Sleep. Sleep is how the body repairs itself and readies us to give our very best each day. Stress less. According to John Perkins, stress is just a problem without a solution. Choose your solution and dismiss that stress. Laugh. Laugh out loud. From your belly to your chest and with your head tossed back. You will fire up your endorphins and bring more energy to everyone around you. Love. Most of all, love. With your words, your thoughts, and your actions, power them with love and watch the way you experience life elevate to all it can be. We thank you for joining us on The Daily Huddle. We are a growing tribe of passionate professionals seeking to inspire a new generation of leaders. Go out and share your unique ability to impact the world. Until next time.